that the America that we live in now or they live in now isn't the America they should live in. And so they see him as someone who's going to take it back for them for whatever well-known pimp, narcotics king, big-time racketeer, back in full force. It's going to be one of the big moments in your life. Don't make it your last. Look, this thing might be bigger than even we think it is. You need an upgrade to the soundtrack to your life. Perhaps a song from a film or a tune from TV. My name is Gap. Exploding Head Movies is here to give you sounds from the cinema, along with the songs that will be defining your future, and those forgotten classics that need a little rescue. Monday, 7 or 9 p.m. on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you.
It's very nice in the past couple hours, for about five days of cloudiness, if not rain, and rumors of a storm that actually hit slightly south of us. Managed to get a little bit of sliver of daylight there. Of course, now the sun has set. We are into what should be a pleasant Monday evening. Welcome to another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found in Vancouver's Corvid Community Radio Station, CITR. We are your voice of UBC here on 101.9 FM. And we broadcast at 590 watts from unceded Musqueam territory here from the Student Nest on campus. And our signal takes us across the lower mainland of British Columbia, from Squamish to the north, Bellingham, Washington to the south, west across the Salish Sea. Frequency battles our friends over at CFUV and then east into the Fraser Valley and all these places but uh, wherever else the internet will take you can find us online www.citr.ca you can check out the website and catch up on live streams there which may be how you're listening to this right now if you're not on the terrestrial the crystal wireless but perhaps you're also maybe catching up on podcast as we go back in time. My name is Gak, and I'll be cutting through 
all the wonderful stuff here for the next two hours. So rise yourself up and face the day. Or what's left of the day, anyways. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live is 604-822-2487. Do keep it short and sweet and to the point. And also allow me, your selector, a chance to refresh his memory on how to pick up the phone. Last time I managed to hear who called me, they did not hear me at all. I do know how email works, though. RadioFreeGack at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on Twitter, at 100air, because spelling it out is pretty long. Uh, if you want to stick with the name, that's the name on Facebook and Tumblr. And on Instagram, you can follow me as Myopic Man. So hopefully you did make it through our wild storm season. Acting as a prelude to our usual autumn winter weather. And uh, according to those in the know, the storm came early enough that uh, damage was limited because there were still plenty of leaves on the trees to soak up all the appropriate wind and water. In the background, this is local act Connecticut. There's an underscore after connect. And off 2013's Crows and Kidawake's Wheel and Come Again. This is fading twice. And we started off with Chromatics with a Joy Division cover. Off this year's Cherry release and featuring Ida No there with uh, lead guitar. From Associated Italians Do It Better Act, Glass Candy, we heard a ceremony. And that cover has been kicking around for years, as has the song Cherry on that release. A lot of this came out in 2012. So all this time we're expecting Chromatics to release an album called Dear Tommy. And multiple tracks have been teased out since 2014. We're still waiting at this stage in 2016 for the full release, although half the track listing exists primarily via leader Johnny Jules' SoundCloud. And Joy Division, they remain one of the most profound influences on pop culture, particularly for those who lean more gothic. One of the major pieces inspired by the late great band, who, uh, as you may know, lost its singer Ian Curtis to suicide back in 1980, but in his wake, the band New Order appeared. All these things. Well, let's talk about this week's profiles. We continue on with our October theme leading up towards Halloween, which is only two weeks away. Hopefully you have your uh, costume figured out. So the lineups at Dresso are getting longer. Going back to 1994 with the soundtrack to the gothic revenge film The Crow, as evidenced by some of the samples we heard earlier. Along with some of the songs from the soundtrack, we'll listen to the score from Graham Revell and Tim Simonek. And yeah, we'll just get into our regular routine of songs since the Vancouver International Film Festival is over. And uh, since we're talking about The Crow, we'll have a bit more of a, a gothic lean in many ways from a sonic texture. But we'll start off with a more thematic element since uh, we'll kick off with some songs about crows. Vancouver definitely has a bit of a love-hate relationship with those boids. More on the love side, except for uh, the few weeks in February, March when it's nesting season and they dive bomb you. But I associate the crows with their sunset flights east as thousands call overhead when they make their way to Burnaby to settle for the night. And then, uh, as you may know, crows are actually day creatures. So whatever you think about crows in the night, they're asleep. There's also Canuck the Crow, and he hangs out with people. And uh, it was last year that he stole a weapon from a crime scene. So 
Crows are super intelligent. They recognize traffic patterns, dropping nuts on roads, waiting for tires on cars to drive over them and open them up. And then once they recognize that the lights turned red, they swoop down and eat what's there. They remember faces, uh, particularly those people who are nice, but they also remember the bad ones, too. So, crows are neat. Don't mistake them for ravens. Anyways, we're going to start off with the Gothic Archies since that combines a lot of things that we're looking at. The side project is Stephen Merritt of Magnetic Fields fame, and in 2006, Merritt created songs for the audiobook versions of Lemony Snicket's A Series of Unfortunate Events, as Daniel Handler's novel series drew a close that year. With a song for each of the 13 books in the series, plus two more, an album called The Tragic Treasury was released. Merritt toured briefly with Handler as they performed everything on ukulele and accordion, respectively. So from The Tragic Treasury... This will be the Gothic Archies with, as you guessed it, crows. You're listening to the highly tragic Exploding in Movies only on the Treasure Rich Station that you know as CITR, 101.9 FM, in very dark Vancouver. It gets dark around here early Because of all the crows What they want and where they came from No one really knows Crows are sour and surly With reason, I suppose There are crows Crows in the trees
CITR is hosting our 33rd annual Shindig. It's a battle of the bands at Pat's Pub every Tuesday night. We've curated 27 delicious local bands to compete for the title. Who will take the crown from last year's winners late spring? Come to find out. Fun fact, at this year's Shindig, there'll be fun facts for beers. Oh, and jokes too. Thanks to this year's sponsors, AMS Events, Backline Musician Services, Canadian Music Week, Discorder Magazine, Vader Master Studios, Four Winds Brewery, Rain City Records, Mint Records, Music Waste, Nimbus Recording, Thunderbird Radio Hell, Six Cent Press, Silver Fox Postering, Minuteman Press, Band Merch Canada, Blue Light Studios, and Zulu Records. Come out to see Shindig this week, October 18th, to see Pavel, Future Star, and Wind Up Birds. Good night, Cindy, is everywhere. Remember, no matter what anyone says, rock on!
From the 2011 album Drums Between the Bells, there was music by Brian Eno. I should have caught who the vocalist was on that, but some of the liner arts weren't specifically clear on it. But uh, the lyrics were based on a poem by Rick Holland, but we just heard there was the breath of crows. Eno met Holland in the late 90s uh, through the collaborative map mapping project, and uh, they started making music in 2003. But uh, they met infrequently since then to work on new compositions. And once uh, Eno got signed to the Warp label and saw released the small craft on the Milk Sea in 2010, um, the pair decided to complete their work. And if you're trying to keep track of Eno right now, he released an album called The Ship earlier this year. And Warp's a nice fit for him. You think about all the various styles that he's tackled over time, starting from his time in Roxy Music his ambient pieces to uh, production work that he'd done. Warp fits in with all that wonderful stuff. Behind me, this is Thomas Newman with Crow's Clinic, and this is from the score to the most recent Bond film, 2015's Spectre. And uh, we'll get one last Crow-related song here, and then towards 8.30 or so, we'll get into the soundtrack to the film The Crow. Colleen Renison, she's a local singer-songwriter, and uh, she also plays in a band called No Sinner, as well as acting on film and TV. Do what you can in Vancouver, especially when you sort of dabble in the arts. 
From her 2014 solo debut, See the Sky About to Rain. Something that's no longer a fact at this point, but there is talk of more showers tonight. And of course, throughout the rest of the week, this will be Renison with My Crow. Yeah. 
Very 80s production there, specifically late 80s. That sort of sound I associate with, uh, I think it's the Black Adder third series about how uh, the weird folk thing closes at the end. From the 1989 album Century Flower, we heard Shelley and Orphan with Shatter. And uh, it was founded by uh, Jim Tail and then Caroline Crawley, based on their mutual appreciation of the poet... Bercy Shelley, hence Shelley and Orphan. And the band released uh, four albums together. And Crawley also appeared on four tracks in the final This Mortal Coil album, 1991's Blood. 
Hey, I said 1991 twice. Excellent notes. Crowley also formed the World Beat Act's Babacar for one album, a self-titled number from 1998. And Crowley recently died on October 4th after a long illness that wasn't specified. She was 53 years old. 53 years old. At some point, I dug up some of this Mortal Coil and the appearance that she'd done on a spiritualized track back in the day. But I'm going to have to save that for another time. Because we have plenty of time to still get very dark here. In the background, this is John McCabe, along with an orchestra from Volume 2 of the Hammer Film Music Collection. We're listening to the theme of fear in the night. Well, two weeks from now, when Exploding Head Movies does have a Halloween episode on Halloween Day itself. Expect some music like that. And uh, we'll have some other gems for you, so we'll try to make it appropriate for trick-or-treating. It's hard to believe after nine years, my first time having a show on October 31st. Maybe I'll dress up. Maybe I'll have candy. Maybe I'll do all these things. Who knows? Uh, up next, we'll head to Windsor, Ontario for Astro Screamer. And uh, a funny thing, I was sort of looking up some information recently about uh, this producer. Um, I remember some time ago, I played a track by Astro Screamer that, uh, as I mentioned, disappeared off of SoundCloud. I wasn't sure exactly what happened. Well, part of the power of Google is, of course, finding out what play sheets are posted when shows are done here. Uh, Astro Screamer found out, and uh, he actually reposted it on SoundCloud as a re-release after I played it, the song. So that's scary how the internet works sometimes. There are plenty of 2016 songs up right now, but we're going to go with something appropriate with our Halloween theme here from the Escapes EP from 2015. This will be the Astro Screamer with Deep Haunts. <laughs>
like Star Trek. Yeah, yeah cool. cool. Awesome. I love the Lord of the Rings. Great. Great yeah. I'm into obscure 1950s atomic monster movies. Uh, okay. Sure. I really enjoyed the Michael Bay Ninja Turtles. We can work with that. Here at the UBC Sci-Fi and Fantasy Society, we accept everyone. We have weekly movies, game nights, and the largest non-academic library at UBC. Come by our club room, 3206D in the Nest. It's a great place to eat lunch, hang out, and procrastinate. Check out our Facebook group, UBC Sci-Fi and Fantasy Society, to find out what's going on. Ancient Babes, from my cool music, which came out last year, we heard What's Mean Expendable, at least the 12-inch version, and behind me, rest in peace, Maury Garner, referring to a 
Jeffrey Tambor's character in the 1995 film Heavyweights. Ancient Babes, expat Canadian, now based in Brooklyn. Doing wonderful music that way. My name is Gak. You're listening to Exploding Game Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. With the Vancouver International Film Festival over. Some of the awards have been handed out for that, but also importantly, uh, some rescreenings should be available through Van City Theatre. So take a look at the listings at viff.org and take a look at what you had missed. Although if some of the movies are popular enough, they'll come out through regular means. But now starting tomorrow, for the next nine weeks, Shindig is back. You may have heard the promo earlier on in the show. The 33rd edition starts Tuesday, October 18th. And how does it all work if you are new to the entire experience of CITR's Battle of the Bands? Well, take 27 bands. For the first nine weeks leading up towards Christmas, we have three bands a night. There'll be judges that will dictate who the winner will be. And once 2017 starts kicking at the door, the nine winners of those nine nights face off in the semifinals for three weeks. And then the three winners face in the finals, leading towards either the end of January or the beginning of February. This will all be happening at Shindig's home over the past couple of years, Pat's Pub. And that's our 403 East Hastings. And of note, this time around, there is a new host since... Uh, Ben Lai has seated the stage. It'll be Andy Rusto, our music director here and host of The Burrow. You, you can listen earlier here on CITR, Mondays from 3 to 4 p.m. So Shindig starts tomorrow at 8.30 p.m. At least that's when the doors do open. Tickets start at $6. All the wonderful sponsors especially leading up towards the prizes at the end. So this week, it'll be Pavel, Future Star, and the Wind-Up Birds. And Jokes for Beers will also be augmented with something called Fun Facts for Beers. Because at a certain point, I think all the bad jokes have been told. But if you got your great dad joke to share, so long as no one steals your punchline, get it ready. You could be walking home with a ticket for a beverage. Shindig. 2016. All right, what do we have next here? What we have, uh, we'll head to Montreal. The act is known as Traces. There's been various acts that have had that name, a Dutch prog rock act in the 70s, another band from Australia. But this is Montreal. So from this year's Imaginary Life EP, this will be Traces with Crystal Clear.
join us every other Wednesday from 6.30 to 8 p.m. for Sam Squanch's Hideaway with your host, Anita B., as she plays all Canadian music with a focus on indie rock and pop. Hello, everybody. You are listening to 101.9 FM in Vancouver, CITR. Catch Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7. Thank you. 
From their most recent album, 2015's Another Eternity, that was Edmonton's Purity Ring with Stranger Than Earth. They're playing tonight in Seattle at the Showbox, South Downtown, which is what the Soto stands for when you see it. But uh, Timber Concerts presents Purity Ring along with Guest Hannah tomorrow, Tuesday, October 18th at the Vogue Theater. In case you're not making it down to Shindig, Doors open at 8, show starts at 9, advance tickets start at $30, which are available online or at two friends of CITR. Red Cat Records on Main Street and Zulu on West 4th. And the show is all ages. They continue eastwards into Edmonton and Calgary before dipping down back into the States. Looks like they're playing a Stormer show. On Saturday, November 5th, when they down to McDade, Texas. Since uh, they're playing with Beach House Phanogram in Whale. Should be a fine time. Mixture of the rave elements there. And a little synth pop. In the background, this is Antoni Maiovi and Umberto from last year's Law Unit. It was out through Death Waltz Original Records. This track is Cold Digging. And as I mentioned last week, they did a live score of what I profiled last week, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. All the appropriate acts spanning from Kansas to England did a show in Austin in Los Angeles as the 1974 film was screened and they provided the score in the background. If you missed last week's episode, the podcast is still up. Just go to citr.ca. Look for Exploding Head Movies. If you do that in the next hour or so, that uh, should be the top banner on the website. But if not, you can find it. You are intrepid souls. I have faith in what you can do. Another show happening next Monday, October 24th, M83, along with guests Tennyson. They'll also be at the Vogue Theater. Doors for that show start open at 7. Show starts at 8. Advance tickets are just shy of 50 bucks. And you can get tickets in the usual places, online, Red Cat, or Zulu. And again, all ages. Very welcome. From the score to the 2013 film, You and the Night, this will be M83 with Ali and Matthias.
I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now!, daily grassroots global unembedded international independent news hour. And this is CITR 101.9 FM. Run, 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 would you wear that black liner, baby? Run, 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 would you wear that black liner, baby? Run, 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 would you wear that black liner, baby? Run, 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 run. She 
You're listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver, broadcasting from unceded Musqueam territory here from the Student Nest on campus. If you're not listening to us on 101.9 FM in your car, in your house, maybe a tree house, maybe you're up a tree, maybe you're up a mountain right now. I don't know where you are. You're hiding. Uh, you can catch us on the web, www.citr.ca. My name is Gak. And uh, we'll stay relatively dark for the next little while as we lead up to our profile on the 1994 film The Crow. What we just heard was She Wants Revenge off of their 2005 EP, These Things. That was the Black Liner run. She Wants Revenge consists of Justin Warfield, primarily known as a rapper, based on his time uh, with Bomb the Bass and the Chemical Brothers cameos. And then Adam 12 Braven, formerly of Crazy Town. They took a hiatus in 2012 after a few albums, but last year they sort of came back, partly based on the popularity following the song Tear You Apart appearing in American Horror Story, the season premiere of Hotels. And this year, 2016, marks their 10th anniversary. So they did some shows in California as a warm up. Things stuck. And guess what? They're coming to town. MRG Concerts and Force Entertainment presents She Wants Revenge along with The Big Dig and Raw Fabrics. And they'll be this Thursday, October 20th at Venue. Do bear in mind, this is an early show. Doors open at 7.30. And around that time, the show starts too. Tickets are start at $27, and it is a 19 and older show. And behind me, this is Pie Corner Audio. Here last weekend as part of New Forms Festival, this is the title track to the Prowler 12-inch to local label with CITR Connections more than human. Let's talk about some of the soundtracks that are coming out this week. On things that are new, Alexandre Desplat's score to American Pastoral comes out through Lakeshore Records. And a release I've been looking forward to for a while. Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross collaborate with Gustavo Santo Elaja, the Scottish band Mogwai, for the score to the documentary by Leonardo DiCaprio, Before the Flood. I need to dig that up. Timothy Williams' soundtrack to I'm Not Ashamed is out through Lakeshore. Henry Jackman comes back for Jack Reacher. Never go back. And that's throughout Paramount. The return of Akira Ifukubi, along with Shiro Sagisu, are... They're back because uh, they're working on the latest Godzilla film. Not any of the North American versions, but uh, this goes back to Japan since this is Shin Godzilla. And then Raman Jawari, known for his work at Game of Thrones and recently for Westworld on HBO. He's done the score to the video game Gears of War number four. And that's through something else music works. On the re-release front, Clint Mansell has a bit of double action based on his work with Darren Aronofsky. Both limited edition vinyl of only 500 copies. This is the first pressing of his score to Black Swan, which was not eligible for an Oscar several years ago, based on the use of other music, along with the uh, interpolations of Swan Lake. And then going back a little bit further, limited edition of his score to The Fountain. This is finally out in North America. I know people have asked me for years, and I did a profile 
some time ago while David Bowie was still alive. Ryushi Sakamoto's score to the 1983 film Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. That's out through Milan Records. Bruce Broughton. There's a vinyl edition of his score to The Monster Squad through Mondo. And then for those of you fans of Night of the Living Dead, Lakeshore Records has uh, a new release featuring the music of Dallas Campbell and Ogre. We'll head over to Guelph next for the act Memory House. Their latest was 2016's Soft Hate, which they sort of did as a self-release for, but we're going to go back to 2012, back when they were on Sub Pop. Off the slideshow effect, this will be Memory House with Old Haunts.
Do you have no direction? Are you trying to make sense of this absurd existence that we experience on a daily basis? Do you wish to find meaning in this existential quagmire that is the daily grind? Well, come on down to CITR for Volunteer Wednesdays from 11 to 1 p.m. every week and find your meaning in life. No experience is necessary. So what are you waiting for, Sisyphus? Life is knocking. Tune in every Thursday from 11 p.m. till midnight for Copy and Paste with your host, Tim, a.k.a. Autonomy, the very best in underground dance music. sways in the wind at the very top of the pine. A lone black pennant, an ensign signaling to those who watch that a storm is imminent. The wheat will boil, the saplings fold and snap. We close the barn doors and soothe the stalled horses with whispers and hands. A crack of thunder sends a shudder through them and passes into us, and we stand together, grounded, all legs trembling. Featuring music by Kifus Chianchia. That was the actor, you know, is Jeff Bridges. The dude. Off of the 2015 spoken word ambient album known as Sleeping Tapes. That was The Raven. Jeff Bridges, we've played some music off of uh, that uh, album in the past, The Sleeping Tapes, which made a quirky little debut in the 2015 Super Bowl. Featuring Bridges standing next to a bed full of blissful sleepers, humming and using mantras of sorts. Most recent film is this year's Hell or High Water. I expect a profile on that soon since it features a soundtrack by Nick Cave and Warren Ellis. Let's save that for November since there's some other Cave and Ellis work that we need to share with you based on uh, recent material. But uh, we actually do have some Nick Cave coming up later in the show as we worm our way towards the crow. In the background here, this is Tom York, who we know from Radiohead. But this is off uh, his most recent solo album, off 2014's Tomorrow's Modern Boxes. This is the pink section. Now, there's talk that Radiohead will tour, but I think they're still dealing with the wake of the accident back in Toronto a couple years ago that uh, when a stage collapsed killed their drum technician so Pitchfork has an interesting article that talks about the lawsuit that uh, the parents and everyone else has had with the appropriate parties but uh, things seem to have stalled on the front of major large companies so hopefully that gets resolved soon before we get to Nick Cave though there's this haunted song I wanted to play for a while and I think it's appropriate as we do our Halloween month here on Exploding Head Movies we're going back to 1930 with Gishi Wiley. Not much is known about her. I think she's from Louisiana. But uh, 
sometime around 1930. She traveled up from Houston to Grafton, Wisconsin with guitarist L.V. Thomas. They recorded six songs back when Paramount had a record label. And this song came to my attention since it was used in the 1994 documentary Crumb. And it's about to jump ahead there. Wait your turn. Um, if you haven't seen Crumb before, it talks about the legendary underground cartoonist Robert Crumb. And he has a strong fascination with early music. And that's something that parlayed nicely into the stories involving Ghost World. So, but going back to 1930, this is the A-side to attendant Shellac. Gishi Wiley here with the last kind words, blues. And definitely pay attention to the lyrics because it refers almost to a sky burial. The idea of what to do with somebody, especially with their body when they die.
night, I left the bar. I was thirsty, and I don't drink wine. I was desperate. I needed blood. I turned to the only place I could. The only place that could possibly help me. Hello, I need some blood. Hey, positive or negative, it doesn't matter. I'm sorry, we're all out of A positive and negative. Would you like some O instead? No, no, that won't do. Thank you. Good night. Save me. Save yourself. Give blood voluntarily. This message was brought to you courtesy of the Canadian Blood Services and CITR Radio 101.9 FM.
she hopped on a cold trolley up to the new town, a population 48. Crow Jane, Crow Jane, Crow, Crow Jane. Guns are drunk and smoking. They followed you right back to your gate. A laughing all the way home from the new town. A population now 28. Crow Jane. Crow different take of early blues there so we start off with Gishi Wiley with Last Kind Words Blues from 1930 and uh, originally this uh, the song we just heard came out in 1931 through Skip James but it was Nick Cave and Last Bad Seeds with their take of Crow Jane that's off the 1996 album Murder Ballads Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds the latest album is this year's Skeleton Tree Recorded in the wake of Nick's son, Arthur, who died last year after falling off a cliff after taking some LSD and then freaking out. So I'll look into some recent cave next month once our Halloween month concludes. And behind me, this is Graham Revell, along with Tim Simonick with the orchestration. Off of the score to the 1994 film, The Crow, this is Rain Forever. And, uh, We'll get into our profile on that film now. And it's based on a comic book from 1989 by James O'Barr. And he was inspired to create the character of the crow based on his mourning of his fiancée from the 70s when she was killed in a drunk driving accident. He was also inspired by another tale of a young couple who were killed for their cheap wedding ring. And uh, it was dubbed the best-selling independent black-and-white graphic novel of all time. At least back in the 90s, when uh, comic books went through its uh, bubble. But there was a strong independent streak throughout. The 1994 film was uh, directed by Alex Proyas, and it starred Brandon Lee, just known as being the son of Bruce Lee. And it's a revenge story set in Detroit, where a young engaged couple are uh, basically celebrating on a night before Halloween, otherwise known as Devil's Night. And they're attacked by a gang in their apartment. The man is dead. And the woman is hospitalized for a month before she dies. One year later, a crow guides the man from the grave and back into the world seeking revenge for his lost love. And when the film came out, its soundtrack was highly regarded. But there's always a strong connection with music in the graphic novel since uh, songs written by The Cure and Joy Division were actually cited as influences to the point that some chapters of the comic book were named after Joy Division songs, like Atmosphere, 
an atrocity exhibition, which I played a couple of weeks ago. And in one panel, the character Eric Draven even quotes a lyric from the song Disorder off of the album Unknown Pleasures. When The Cure were asked to provide a song for the soundtrack to the film, uh, the intention was to use their Hanging Garden song, since Obar had printed, reprinted lyrics to the song on an entire page. But uh, once Robert Smith started reading The Crow, he liked it so much, he decided to write a new song specifically for the film. And when this, that song originally came out, The Cure didn't really play it live, and this changed only a couple years ago. So this song did sneak onto their amazing set when they played Deer Lake Park earlier this summer. And I was surprised when they played it, because it's always astonishing. So this will be The Cure with Burn here on Exploding Hit Movie CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
Without the help and support of our friends, we here at CITR wouldn't be able to bring you all the great music, art, cinema, and culture that you love. Thanks to the long-standing support from the Rio Theatre, we are able to keep you informed on all the great artists, films, and everything else coming to town there. For all the current information about who and what's playing at the Rio Theatre, visit their website at www.riotheatre.ca.
accidents do happen. Songs end. Made guitar solo. Sorry about that. We'll have a word with the gremlins that usually operate this show. Mother Selector. Just to figure out what's going on. Anyways, off of the Crow soundtrack, we start off with The Cure and then Burn. And we just heard Violent Femmes. Color Me Once. And perhaps you caught them in town earlier this year when they were touring. Now their basis in the Midwest as being buskers, which highlighted quite obviously on their 1982 self-titled debut. Something that was hard to top in many ways than one. Background here, this is more Graham Ravel and Tim Simonich. This is The Crow Descends. But... We'll talk about the soundtrack a little bit first here, since uh, the soundtrack release, which came out through Atlantic, features uh, original music from Stone Temple Pilots on the cusp of uh, breaking out of their grunge shell with Big Empty, a re-recording of a B-side by Rage Against the Machine, Helmet, My Life with the Thrill Kill Cult, who actually appear as themselves in the movie, and the Jesus and Mary Chain. There's uh, one song I'm leaving off, which I'll save to the end there. Otherwise, uh, many covers, including Nine Inch Nails' take on Joy Division's Dead Souls, which I think I may have played twice over my nine years here. Pantera with Poison Ideas, The Badge, and then Rollins' band covering Suicide's Ghost Rider. Probably a standard in every 90s kid CD case. Yeah, Graham Ravel. Originally part of the uh, Industrial Act, SPK, but he left New Zealand to go to Los Angeles to be a scorer, partly based on the success of his debut from 1989's Dead Calm. He also worked on films like Tank Girl, Strange Days from Dusk Till Dawn, The Craft, The Matrix, The Riddick series, and Sin City, so as you can tell, keeps up a nice sort of gothic angle there. Simonich conducts the orchestra here, and... Uh, the music throughout their score features a chorus, an Armenian duduk, uh, some guitar work by Carl Vernahan and Philip Tallman, some percussion, a shakuhashi, Japanese instrument played by Kazumatsu, a trumpet, and uh, a lot of choral work. So let's listen to a couple highlights from the score. We'll start off with her eyes, so innocent from the score to the crow.
So from the score to the 1994 film The Crow, we heard her eyes so innocent. And the drums came alive for Devil's Night. And then uh, we heard some strings swell up there for Turn of the Grave. And behind me, Birth of a Legend. All provided by Graham Ravel and Tim Simonich. Now, part of the cult behind The Crow, along with its uh, sort of gothic design, is the fact that Brandon Lee was in his last film with that. As part of filming, he was shot by a prop gun on March 31st, 1993, and it was an accident when dummy cartridges weren't used in the revolver. So he had to be hospitalized in North Carolina, but after six hours, he died at the age of 28. The Crow would have been his breakout role, and the weird thing is that his death was eerily foreshadowed by his father, the late Bruce Lee, who himself died under mysterious circumstances one night in the 70s. To complete the film, well, after a period of six months of mourning and some rewriting, some special effects were used and a stand-in to complete Lee's remaining scenes. Upon the cult success of The Crow, Obar used the royalties just to buy his mama car, himself a stereo, and then he donated the rest to charity since he considered his friendship to Brandon more important than wealth, so the blood money gained new life in a charity. That was only revealed in 2009 during a comic convention, which no mention of which charities received it. The Crow spawned several sequels, a TV series, and an upcoming reboot that's been delayed for years, but set to start early in 2017. James Obar has worked on multiple graphic novels. He actually worked on some of The Crow ever since he created it, and his latest was 2013's Career. But many other writers have come up with their own stories. One of Obar's friends, John Bergen, who helped illustrate part of The Crow, and he actually does art direction at one of the soundtrack labels I mentioned each week, Lakeshore Records, uh, his band Trust Obey came up with its own alternate soundtrack, more tied to the graphic novels. Uh, the album that they released was called Fear and Bullets, and it was included with some copies of the original Crow graphic novel. It was released in 1999 with a couple extra tracks, and it's very much how you would imagine it sounding, very ministry-esque with thrash guitars and electronic processing. So that's going to be it for Exploding Hit Movies this week. Coming up in about five minutes' time, it is the Jazz Show again, Walker, and he will take you until midnight and beyond. So stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your gloomy Monday. If you missed any of this week's episode, just grab the show, its playlist, go to CITR.ca, look up Exploding Head Movies. You can find this show eventually. I have to figure out when the daemons do their magic overnight to process everything. But yeah, you can catch up on past shows, especially since Halloween is our motif. Next week, we'll get into horror properly again as we go back to 1982 with Ennio Morricone, John Carpenter, and an Antarctic expedition as we listen to the music from The Thing. Very scary movie. Appropriate for the cold weather. Once it arrives, we're going to close with one last song from the soundtrack, and that's Jane Sibbery. Uh, the Toronto singer-songwriter does have a new album coming out next month called Angels Bend Closer. But let's go with her song off the Crow soundtrack. A promise of sorts, particularly to this here on the West Coast. It can't rain all the time. Take care of yourselves, Vancouver. You've been listening to Exploding Hit Movies on CITR, 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Stay dry.
You are listening to the leading station of UBC, CITR, 101.9, or on your computer, www.citr.ca. Stay tuned now for The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker coming right up right now. Do-ba-dee-oo-doo-wee Wee-doo-wee 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 